Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now, and I'm here today with Perry Gruber, co-founder of Portland's first ever documentary weekend. Hey, Perry. Hey, how's it going? It's going fabulous. How about you? <laughs> yes, it is indeed. Lots of good things going on, and we're really excited over here. When I first attended Documentary Weekend a couple weeks ago, I had such a good time that I had to write an Amuse Now post about it from an attendee perspective. I am so excited that you agreed to come on my show and talk about it from a co-founder perspective. Well, it's my pleasure to be here, and we really uh, enjoyed your participation in our very first Documentary Weekend, so thanks for, for joining us then. Well, for the two or three people who may have not read my post, why don't you tell us a little bit about Documentary Weekend? Sure. So Documentary Weekend is a guerrilla-style filmmaking event for anyone, not just people interested in film, but anyone can participate. And over the course of uh, a day and a half or so, uh, individuals join into teams, they're assigned a topic, and then they pre-produce, shoot, edit, produce, and then premiere their very own documentary in 30 hours. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it's pretty fun. The, the, the fast-paced nature of the day and a half's worth of activities keeps it really energetic and exciting. And um, this was our first event, and so we're looking to do several more in the very near future. Awesome. So why did you and co-founder Mark Grimes decide to have a documentary weekend? What was the vision? Well, the vision was, the vision always is, we're looking to do something that's new, that's interesting, um, and that's never been done before. And so this was something that we kind of came up with among a large number of other ideas that we're implementing. But documentary weekend was one of the first ones we launched. Well, how long have you and Mark Grimes been working together? What's your backstory? Well, it's funny, um, Cynthia. We just talked about that yesterday, and we've been um, meeting every Thursday for seven years now. So we we started. Uh, we met each other at a speech I was giving when I worked at Intel. I was giving the speech on behalf of Intel's corporate social responsibility programs. And Mark was in the audience, and I guess what I had to say resonated with him. And, and after my speech, he came up and said we ought to go to lunch, and that was seven years ago. And so um, ever since that lunch on a Thursday out in Beaverton, Oregon, we've been meeting every Thursday. And, of course, the, the regularity of our meetings has gone beyond the, the uh, once-a-week meetings. We now are pretty much together all the time during the workday, scheming great ideas like Documentary Weekend. Yeah, let's give a little shout out because you're at NetSpace, which was founded by Mark Grimes, and it's a place for entrepreneurs to cohabitate and co-work together and build some synergy, right? Yeah, it's one of the, uh, I would say, one of the premier and I think one of the earliest co-working spaces in Portland, and it offers a really unique atmosphere where entrepreneurs, and not just entrepreneurs actually, Cynthia, there's some people there that work for regular companies that are just, you know, uh, corporate employees that work there too in a remote um, in a remote mode. And so it's just an opportunity for, it's a space where people can come grab a desk or grab an office 
for a relatively small amount of money and have a community to work in instead of working at a coffee shop. Well, back to Documentary Weekend, how did it match up with the original vision? Well, the original vision, of course, is we want to do something interesting. We want to do something that's fun. We want to do something that's never been done before. And uh, Documentary Weekend met every single one of those ideas. And um, when we first started talking about it, we were somewhat concerned whether or not the idea would live up to what we wanted to see happen, which is to expand around the world um, whereby people not affiliated with us could sort of... Um, sort of launch their own documentary weekends in their own communities without having to worry about getting a license or anything like that uh, and then generating that content at their local community level with support from from Mark and I and the eventual larger team so the vision is to do something new do something interesting do something that's really fun and see that thing spread throughout the world grown by this network of people that are interested in seeing creativity come to the big screen eventually I mean, you never know. You know, you never know what's going to happen with these documentaries when they come out. Our first uh, four documentaries that were produced in the first event that you attended, Cynthia, are now on our YouTube channel, and um, we're in the process of growing the audience for those documentaries. And eventually, you know, if you think about it, uh, we could have we could have events happening in multiple cities every single weekend. So the amount of content that's going to explode onto that YouTube channel is going to be pretty vast, and then. At that point, really interesting opportunities present themselves for um, entertaining people and potentially generating some revenue. Wow. At that point, we should team up because we I have hundreds of video interviews that also are pretty entertaining. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> so what stood out as your best moment from that weekend? Oh, that's a good question. I think what stood out as the best moment was the opportunity to see people showing their uh, documentaries in the premiere on Saturday night and the pride that people had when they watched their documentaries uh, show up on the on the projector screen that we had. You know, people at the event, they spent a, a lot of hard hours trying to get their documentaries put together. And, you know, we... we um, we ran into some stumbling blocks, and I think you're going to ask me a question about that in a minute. But the um, the, uh, the 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 result of having these guys and gals show up with this documentary at the end of the event was really the high point because they worked so hard to make it happen. They had very little time to do it. They ran into all kinds of obstacles, but in the end, they all came out, and we were really proud of seeing that happen. Yeah, I, I was absolutely amazed at the quality. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, the the way that people got really creative, you know, one of the key aspects of Documentary Weekend is we, we, we encourage people to only use a mobile phone technology for their camera equipment and laptops and um, tablets for their editing suites. And so when you're limited to that sort of technology, it can be a challenge to, if especially if you're coming from a background of more traditional film production, where you have all kinds of light, and sound equipment, and uh, you know rooms of editing uh, technology. But when you're, you can do pretty much the same thing these days with a laptop or a tablet and a and a cell phone, or, uh, equipped with a camera, of course. If you have the skills and in, in the the creativity to do that, 
these people came into this this weekend that we're talking about. Some would, you know, they were on the spectrum of some people had no experience whatsoever doing what we wanted them to see them do. Some had lots of experience from traditional backgrounds. But every single team produced something that, that they could be proud of. And that's why we put them on the, uh, the site. And right now they're getting a pretty good uh, viewership. So it's really cool seeing that happen. Terrific. So, yeah, you had some obstacles. What was the greatest learning from that weekend? <laughs> the greatest... The greatest learning, I think, was never under, underestimate Murphy's Law. I mean, in the editing component, we ran into so many, every single team ran into so many problems with uh, technology matching. So we had some mismatches of technology where technology just wasn't working between an iPhone and an IBM PC, for example, or um, trying to transfer a file from an iPhone into a specific type of editing software. It didn't really work as smoothly as people thought. Some people came with um, new technology they had never tried before, hoping to try it at the documentary weekend and ran into all kinds of problems. So everyone ran into some sort of problem or another, and as a result of that, our schedule, our agenda kind of slipped. So this next, this next one that's coming up, we're going to make sure that we leave a lot of time for Murphy's Law to happen so that we can um, try and hit the milestones of what we want to see happen on the two days. Yeah, it is a lot to get done, I will admit. <laughs> it really was, especially on that first day where we had, so what we had, um, so on the first day of Documentary Weekend, we usually get the participants to shoot each other as a way of introducing each other. So rather than going around the room and saying, hi, my name is Perry and I'm from this and I do that, we wanted people to actually create a mini documentary of the person they were shooting. And that's how we do the icebreakers. So if you imagine each person is doing one of those, or each team is doing team of two is doing two of those. And that's a lot of it seems like it's a pretty easy thing to do, but when you're thinking creativity, create creatively and you're wanting to do something really interesting, the the task swells with the time that you have available. And then on the second day, uh, I think people were limited to a five-minute documentary, but some people went over that, and that was okay. But when you expand this um, oppor creative opportunity to five to seven minutes, all of a sudden you have a lot of footage that you have to figure out what you're going to use and what you're not, what not, you, what you're not going to use, and then whether or not the sound came out on this shoot or the sound uh, came out on that shoot, and if it didn't on the second one, you can't use it, you know, or did the lighting go bad or whatever. You have all these questions that you have to ask as you're editing this these footages, and then of course you have the technology problems that might pop up. So um, everyone was running into problems that expanded the time that that we thought we'd need to do the production, and that would that's what I would say was probably the biggest learning point in that whole that whole event last time. Yeah, I remember running out to we did books, and so running out to Pal's books because we couldn't hear a lot of the really good stuff that we thought was amazing. When we were creating the YouTube channel, we wanted to create custom thumbnails for each documentary. And I was worried that we wouldn't be able to find a frame in each of the documentaries that would lend itself to that thumbnail. But the people who produced these documentaries were so creative. Every single one had a beautiful frame that we could use as the custom thumbnail. And, and yours, the books one, if, if your viewers go to the Documentary Weekend YouTube channel, they can see the books documentary uh, custom uh, thumbnail is beautiful. You guys got that shot. It was so perfect for, for the documentary that you guys did. So we're really happy to have that turn out that way.
Yay. <laughs> right. Well, on the business side then, how does Documentary Weekend make money? Yeah, so um, it's it's an interesting opportunity, and there are lots of avenues to the revenue uh, question. The first one that we're looking at is, is getting sponsorships. So we'll be looking for corporate sponsors that would be interested in supporting the mission of what we're doing, which is introducing people to this this genre and, and exposing their creative uh, outlets through documentary creation. Uh, there are a lot of companies out there that uh, could lend themselves to supporting this type of, of an event. Um, so that's the first thing. And then, of course, when all that content is created, eventually we'll have opportunities to seek advertisers for the actual documentaries or in between the documentaries, which will create some revenue there, too. And then, of course, after that, there are some other opportunities that might show up that we, we can't even think of right now because we just, you know, you can't think of the entire universe of revenue opportunities. They can, they can come out of nowhere in some cases. And so we're open to any and all types of opportunities that might show up, but the first two are probably going to be sponsorships and then um, ad revenue. Interesting. Well, we know there's going to be more documentary weekends in Portland, but do you think that you're going to have any in other cities soon? Because I know after seeing this, a lot of people will want to attend. Yeah, we have. Um, so the West Coast is where we're focusing right now. We have uh, a couple more scheduled, but I'm not going to say where those are at this point. We're going to announce those later. But, later, but we do have uh, the second Portland documentary weekend scheduled uh, for November. And folks should go to documentaryweekend.com to find out more information about that. Wow, so soon I'm still recovering. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we wanted to have it before um, the holiday season rolled around, and we didn't want to wait until um, ne early next year to do to do the second one, especially since you know we had really, really good um, attendance for the first one, and everyone walked away from that event so excited and saying that they all wanted to participate in the next one. We didn't want to wait until January to do the second one. So... We quickly got it into the um, early part of November. So the next documentary weekend happening in Portland is going to be November 14th and the 15th at the same place at Ned Space. Awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. So um, anyone who's interested in finding out more can go to documentaryweekend.com or they can go to our YouTube channel. Um, you just uh, type in the search bar. You type in the hashtag doc weekend so it's hashtag doc weekend well perry it's been fabulous learning more of the backstory behind documentary weekend i'm going to try to attend the one on november 15th in portland too we'd love to see you cynthia thank you for attending the last one and thank you for having me on today my pleasure well i wish you all the best have a nice evening Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Cynthia Kahn, founder of Amuse Now. This featured artist presentation has been brought to you by Amuse Now Entertainment, a website that enables artists to profit from their creativity. To learn more about Amuse Now, visit us at www.amusednow.com or email me at ccon@amusenow.com.